All right. So welcome to the Money Buddha podcast, where I chat with people who I admire, people who really follow the things that light them up in business and in life. And our guest today does exactly that. Um, he's a family man first, ent- entrepreneur, investor, creator, thrill seeker, mountain biker, and snowboarder. He's on a mission to live his life to the max every day with his family and his friends. Let me introduce you to Matt Volk. Hi, Matt. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks for being here. <laughs> um, so first of all, I want to know, first question, um, you and Rene must be the most adventurous parents that I've ever came across. <laughs> um, <laughs> doing things that most people would never like try with kids, um, let alone with twin toddlers. So <laughs> can you tell me about that a little bit? Yeah, we, we get that a lot. And I mean, we intentionally live that way on one side, but on the other side, it, it always surprises me how it astonishes people because uh, we don't consider ourselves, uh, I, I guess, more than other parents. Um, we just, you know, we figure whether you stay at home and do nothing or you take them out and do something really fun, it's going to be hard both ways. But one way you're going to feel more fulfilled and everyone's going to have a good memory or, you know, most of the time it's going to be a good memory. Uh, so that's kind of like our, our outlook on why we say, you know what, screw it. Even if it's going to be hard, it's going to take us probably more time to get ready and and more time to to put everything away once we get back than the actual adventure. Um, we just say screw it because every single time it's worth it. Um, and that's kind of just how we choose to see it and choose to live our life, our family life, I guess. That's amazing. And that's probably what stands out the most to me is that I'm like, look at them. Like, obviously I understand there's probably meltdowns and stuff. Like we don't see all of it, but but it's true. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it's true that we're going to, it's going to be hard regardless, like at home or wherever else that whatever else you might be doing. So that's so awesome. And that's like, I feel like it's a reminder when I see like you post things, I'm like, oh, save it we need to like yeah. you can do that too like I yeah for sure and, and we do the same with other people that we know personally or or online i mean it's a funny world that we live in where we uh kind of feel like we know people online even if maybe we've never met them in real life but i choose to like, let's say on instagram or on any platform i choose to follow people that inspire me um, whether I know them personally or not. Um, and it does exactly what it, what you just mentioned. It reminds me like, Oh, you know, let's do something cool this weekend. Or like we did something cool last weekend. We could probably do something even cooler this weekend. You know, maybe we've, we've gone hiking, but we've never done like a mountain with the, with the twins or something like that. Right. So it inspires you to, to step it up a notch when, when you follow people that are doing the same as you or, or more than you, right? Right. That's so true. I do the same. I try to only follow people that I feel aligned with that, that inspires me. Um, once sometimes it's for a certain period of time and then I'm like, Oh, I just, I'm not feeling it anymore. And I unfollow. So I, I, I definitely try to keep 
my social media curated. Like I, I try to keep up with that. Absolutely. Cool. Um, so I also want to know, um, I don't know like your whole story. Uh, so you used to own a gym, right? But you did right. something before that. Like, can you like tell me your journey? Like what? I feel like my professional journey is like fairly long for my age. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like that too, but I don't know all of it. Yeah. Um, like so not, yeah. Out of high school, uh, I studied, I went to college, to community college, studied in small engine mechanic, like ATVs, motorcycles, stuff like that. So totally uh, outside of pretty much anything I've done in the last uh, 12, 15 years. So uh, when I came out of college after a few years, worked in that a little bit, but quickly found out that's not the path I wanted to take. Um, I worked for the city of Dieppe for public work sector for a couple of years. Um, and, and it's funny because I, I was pr probably one of the youngest ones to get in like a full-time position with public works. And, you know, you're making a quote unquote good income, uh, Monday to Friday, vacation time, pension, it's not hard work whatsoever. <laughs> um, and uh, it was kind of labeled the dream job by uh, my outer circle. Um, but I quickly got tired of basically a job with no ambition, nowhere, nowhere to kind of climb up. Um, you know, may maybe I shouldn't say this out loud, but uh, I got uh, slapped on the fingers for working too hard or too fast sometimes. And um, I'm not the hardest worker in the world, but, uh, that just wasn't the speed I wanted to, to go at, I guess. Right. So in that kind of time frame, I got, uh, really interested personally in CrossFit. So I was a member at a gym, uh, started competing, uh, locally and stuff, uh, in CrossFit competitions. And, uh, I saw the void in the market in the Dieppe specifically market, uh, for another CrossFit gym. Uh, there was some opportunities not being explored there. Uh, so in 2013, I decided to, uh, open a CrossFit gym called CrossFit YQM. I co-founded it with two other partners, um, grew it from zero to, uh, 250 ish members in the span of probably like five years uh we built a brand new facility in 2015 so we had a 6,000 square foot facility um we had uh, dietitians on staff personal trainers um and so on and so on we did corporate health all all types of stuff in the health industry and then uh long story short uh it was a super great experience um and then covid hit uh, in whatever 2020, I think I, I don't even remember yeah, at this point. <laughs> and the gym industry was hit pretty hard, so we were forced to close multiple times for multiple months. A couple of times, I kind of erase that from my memory, so I don't remember exactly how or and when that went down. But basically, it was a tough time. Uh, we suffered financially and more so I suffered uh, as far as like having the courage to rebuild what I had before I did it once. And I'm kind of, it's kind of the way I'm built in a sense. Whereas if I 
done it already. I don't necessarily want to redo it. I'd rather kind of explore new things. I had brought it to where I wanted it to be business-wise, and then it crashed and burned a little bit during COVID. So the courage just wasn't there like it was before. Uh, luckily, I worked pretty hard. I was pretty aggressive at finding and constructing an exit strategy. Um, so I sold my gym um, to another existing gym in Dieppe. So I sold CrossFit YQM to CrossFit Dieppe, essentially. Uh, the cool part is the community kind of kept going on at that gym, which it still does today. And I'm still a member there. So I see a lot of my old members. Um, so that was the cool part is it kind of continued going on even when I wasn't there anymore, when it wasn't CrossFit YQM anymore. Um, and for the last, that was uh, in 29 or 20, 2021, I believe. Yeah, 2021. So December 2021. Um, and for the last few years, it took me like a good six months to recover from, you know, the COVID crash and right. selling the business, figuring out what I wanted to do and stuff. And, uh, I've been, uh, I've had my own marketing agency for the last year and a half ish. Uh, so I serve clients. Mostly my specialty would be content creation. So photography, mostly some video, and uh, I do some social media management for uh, multiple companies and some other uh, things in the marketing world for those companies. And uh, what's kind of ended up to, to, to be cool, I guess, with the companies I work for, I chose companies that I was passionate about or brands that I was passionate about. So uh, I work for uh, for instance, uh, I have a couple of Toyota dealerships that I work for, uh, a local ski hill, a local outdoor shop, bike shop. Uh, so brands that basically I live the life that those brands portray. So ends up being fun for me and easy to, uh, kind of create content that those brands, uh, believe in because we have similar beliefs, I guess. Right. That's awesome. And, I, I didn't know all of that. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, long story. <laughs> I know, so. No, no, that's what, I want. It's exactly what we're here for. Um, that's amazing. I do love there's my brain goes so quick when people tell me things like that. So first of all, so you left, you decided it was time to leave the gym, right? You, you figured out a way you're like my passion or I don't want to go back there. That's like, so, but you didn't know what you were going to do next yet. You just knew you had to like wrap it up and do something else. That yeah. My, courage. Uh, my mindset, I remember super clearly that because my wife kept asking me and people kept asking me what I was going to do uh, before I sold it. And I kept saying, I don't care. It, uh, I'll do anything else. Like mm -hmm. I was at that point mentally and um when I reached that point that my decisions made, there's pretty much no backing out. No one can convince me otherwise. So for me, the mission wasn't like, what am I going to do next? It was like, how can I get past this right. kind of point in my life? <laughs> how can I sell the gym essentially? Mm -hmm. How can I get that responsibility off of my shoulders? Then I'll think, I'll think of the next step afterwards. Right. That's mm -hmm. awesome. People always do the opposite. Cause they, they like mm -hmm. to control, but you were like, step one, this is it. We'll figure out the rest. 
Um, yeah. I love too that you only, you mentioned you like pretty much only work with companies that really are aligned with what your passions are and what you like to do or like, that's so important. I find that most people would do also the opposite where they want to um, just make money. So it's like, okay, we need to like, whatever, say yes to everyone that pops up. So that's yep. probably also has something to do with like you being passionate about your business. Yeah. I mean, you got to know yourself and know what fires you up. I, I There's probably people that are motivated enough by money itself to, you know, say, I don't care who you are, what you do. I'll just, the money's there. I'll, I'll take it. And I'm motivated by that type of thing. But for me, might it might work for a short period of time, but eventually I'll get bored of, you know, what that person or what that company stands for and right when you're not aligned it's yeah like, and it, it's gonna show in your work it's gonna show in my work like if i don't care that much the content and the work's gonna it's gonna reflect it right for sure that's that's so true yeah um and you also have a um a youtube channel i do yeah <laughs> like mostly is it for your family adventures mostly or is it I didn't go through like, like too deep into it, but I did watch when, when you guys went to, uh, was it Mont or it was in Quebec? I don't remember which. Yeah, it was, um, uh, Mont, um, oh, you, you put me on the spot there. Um, <laughs> Massif du Sud or Massif Charlevoix. Sorry. Okay, yeah, right. Massif Charlevoix, yeah. We went to the club med on, on that hill. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Our YouTube channel is like, um, it's not undercover, but it's not what I want. I have a vision for it, um, okay. but it's just the beginning, let's say. Right. But right. it's yeah. essentially what I want to to do. My mission with it is kind of like my Instagram or whatever, where it's it's in in hopes to inspire people or other families or whatever to do some cool stuff with their families and friends. That's awesome. That's what I felt when I was watching it. It's like I need to go on an adventure with my family. <laughs> what are we doing this weekend? Oh, there you go. Validation right there. That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> yeah, it works. It works. So that's awesome. Um, and also I feel like it also um people don't think about it, but it's also almost like a like an out like a memories for your family, like album. Do you know I mean like we don't have picture albums anymore? So creating content like that's why I choose to post my kids online like on my social is because I probably won't remember all of these moments if ever something does happen to me like it's still there it's somewhere all in one place ish yeah. um and something they can go look back on like if it's yeah. still I guess it's like but in general yeah. that's what I like yeah. about it too I even I like once in a while I'll go back in my own Instagram feed and just scroll back and I do that too. I, I think it's a good tool to remind you of how uh -huh. many cool things you've done. Well, I mean, if you're doing cool things, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If but, you post them and do things, yeah. I but do that sometimes, too. sometimes you're always like you're caught up in the day to day. You're like, oh, we never do cool stuff. Everyone, everyone else is doing cool stuff because it's like people intentionally make it look that way. It's like everyone's on vacation all the time, going to the coolest places ever, but. It, you know we all know in reality that's not the case but at least if you scroll back and look on your memories it'll remind you like oh 
yeah we're pretty lucky Last like we did this 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 that was cool that was fun we should do that again so it's a cool tool in that sense I know it makes you more like grateful and aware and like yeah I do that too I'm like oh like seeing everyone doing things and I'm like what am I like what what did we do or like yeah. what do people see about me like and then I, I look through it I'm like oh my gosh okay if someone like comes on here this is who I am to them right some of that yeah, exactly I yeah I do that cool yeah. love it <laughs> <laughs> um do you would you say you guys are like uh do you plan your adventures in advance or is it more like last minute things uh I would say more so kind of freestyle okay uh, like for an example we know we're going to Nova Scotia for a one week trip this this uh, summer. We know the time frame. It's from this date to this date. We have zero campgrounds booked. We know we're going like from here ish to here ish, and then we're gonna stop here ish. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whatever. Like sometimes we plan stuff, mm -hmm. but we like to to keep some uh some free time or some, some you know some some aspects of it kind of where you can do what you want when you want type of thing right um, my wife also works um shift work so often we'll you know know which weekend she's off and have some things booked for that weekend right um but yeah we we like to we like to keep it kind of freestyle uh at the same time that's awesome yeah i I learned that when we went, Patrick and I went to New York in 2014, before we had kids, right before we had two. Yeah. And, uh, and someone was like, you should go get the uh, New York city pass. So at Costco, you can buy, it's called a city pass. So it's like, I don't know, 120 bucks. And you can do like four things out of that whole list or something like that. And they're like, you're going to save money, whatever. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I need to go get that. So I buy that. We go to New York. It was our worst trip ever. It was too planned. We were like miserable the whole time trying to do like, okay, we need to go here and do that. And just to use that yeah. pass that like, I probably wouldn't even want to like do all these things that we were picking out of a list. And right. instead of just going and deciding how we feel once we're there, um, like we felt like pressure, like having to do all right. these things. And then like at the end, we're like, we would have just loved to like roam around in like Central Park without like yeah. feeling rushed. And we did go, but like in a rush, cause it's like, okay, next, we need to go to the next yeah. thing. Um, okay. And do you know what I mean? So that trip, like we learned that we don't like to plan things too much. Mm -hmm. Like you mm -hmm. got like, yeah we can get an idea of like maybe things that we could do but that's yeah. definitely yeah a big lesson <laughs> keep some free time uh, yeah that's what we yeah. like to do so now even if we go like down south or something we haven't been for a while um I went for like a work trip but um like just me and him we usually don't plan anything we're like we'll see how we feel when we're there yeah. on, like do excursions or whatever but exactly yeah that's so funny okay awesome <laughs> Um, what would you say your biggest like lesson, um, or like for someone else, like what could be like the biggest lesson, either life or like business? I don't know which way you want to go, but like just a tidbit, mm. like something that people forget about. <laughs> biggest lesson. I mean, I guess I could, uh, like 
lately i when i when i sold my gym i took a corporate job for a very short <laughs> period of time afterwards um because i was kind of convincing myself that i was ready to do that now for some reason and and ignoring like who i was and what my beliefs were and all that stuff um but it, it took that for me to realize like to get back into to the swing of things and all that and i quickly realized like that i needed to go back to my roots of doing something i was really passionate about um and i made it happen um i guess i want to say the way i usually do i just figure it out right um and i think where i'm going with this is a lot of people won't have um i guess won't have the nerves like won't have the balls to pull the trigger and do that there, there's probably right. i'm gonna say like 50 percent would be a conservative number but I, i'm gonna say 50 percent of people don't do a profession that uh they enjoy doing and there's probably a big portion of them that hate what they're doing <laughs> um and there's a couple of factors that influence whether you're able to just say screw it and quit and go do what you want to do right um but i think a, like anyone can make it happen people aren't ready to sacrifice what it takes to make it happen there's a financial aspect to it but there's you know society driving you towards the safety and security of um a corporate job or a guaranteed income or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I guess I would say like my, my lesson, if you will, is anyone is able to do it, whether you are uh, ready to commit to the things that need to happen for, for that to happen, that's up to you. Right. Yeah, totally, totally. And I feel like when you make that first step, uh, other things usually like you're making space for other things to happen. Mm -hmm. But if you're always like staying somewhere that you're like, okay, I, I kind of know that I don't like it or I, I, sh I should be doing something else, but they yeah. just, it's more fear-based, like, okay, oh, well, definitely. what else am I going to do? And then try to figure the whole thing out. <laughs> what am yep. I going to do? What's the plan? I yep. guess it can be hard, like with other people involved, like if you have a family and a spouse and you're just saying like, hey, I don't like my job, like, you can't really say, I mean, you can, but I just want to quit it, but I don't know what I'm going to do next. I guess it's harder. It's a harder sell, but. Yeah. And on, on that side, I mean, I think probably a big part of why a lot of people can't figure out how to do it is because they, they have too much debt incurred. Right. So right. like yeah, the pressure's right. too high to make a hundred grand a year day one. Well, welcome to the business world. You're not going to make, well, anyways, I've never made a hundred grand day one being any type of business owner. So no, um, I think true. that's probably one of the biggest things to consider if you want to set yourself up to yeah. make a move is set yourself up with your on the expense side personally to lower your expenses as much as you can. That's such a good one. Okay. So yes. So I love that. Okay. So I see, I see in my job, like everyone's like what their debts are, like the ratios, like what they make and, and like what all of their purchases, like uh, when they're attached to loans, that's such a good point. So I feel like people don't realize that you can sell a trailer, you can make changes 
to all of that. So you can make those different choices to be able to set yourself up for whatever your goals are. So, um, cause you guys have been in the same like house for like a while, right? Yep. So have we've you? been in a duplex, we've been in a duplex for 13 years. Wow. And I will, I, I'll state that it's allowed me to open multiple businesses Right. Uh, or it's given me the flexibility to do that along with other decisions that I've made. And like, I've, I've made some, you know, I, I it's, it's all calculated, um, right. along with, you know, not taking a huge salary. Um, you know, th there's multiple parts to it, but, um, if I would give one piece of advice to a, a young person, um, and this is kind of funny because of what you do for your job, but um, would be to, you know, your first house, buy the cheapest house possible, mm -hmm. depending on your income. But I mean, make your debt as low as possible initially, and it'll allow you to do so much stuff for the, you know, the first 10, 15 years of your professional life. Uh, it'll give you so much flexibility, whether you want to start a business or travel more or do more fun stuff or whatever. I feel like most young people think that the next step is to buy that. Well, I guess now it's pretty common to buy a $400,000 house, but um, it's fine if you make a ton of money and 400,000 is not a lot. But uh, once again, it's, it's, it all depends on how much money you, you're bringing in, but uh, to, to keep that house debt as low as possible initially in the first kind of 10, 15 years of your professional life, I would say that's a good way to guarantee freedom to, to do whatever it is you want to do. That is exactly how I feel. So when people tell me like, oh, I don't want a big mortgage, I'm like, good, perfect, like, great. So, because usually it's the opposite. They're like, what's the max I can get? So when right. someone tells me like, oh, we're not looking for, obviously with the different, um, like the market, like the last few years, obviously things change. Yeah. Um, in, in where the minimum, like where a house that's like nice and livable ish, like what a duplex used to be yeah. now is a different price range, yeah. but it's still, it's still exactly like you said, it still allows you to do so much more. So it, I feel like when you plan for like almost like the worst, so you're like, okay, we're going to keep this very, like the lowest possible for everything, like for the house, especially, but like everything else, like don't have to go buy a new car every five years or trade it or whatever. You can drive a, my car's a 2013, like it's been paid like a while. So yeah, exactly. um, like 10 years. So driving a car that's paid for 10 years and like, it's fine. Like it brings me where I want to go. I could go trade it and get another one. I might eventually Cause it's mm -hmm. kind of getting like to like, Oh, but it's still going fine for now. Knock on wood. Um, but it's like those accumulated decisions. So keeping mm -hmm. your mortgage the lowest possible, not overextending, even when you can, that's the biggest thing. The biggest yeah. lesson is yeah. like, even if you're making whatever, how much for income, you don't need to go. Like there's a comfort level where you're like, you're good enough. Like you have everything you need. Like, you don't need yeah, more space. Sure. Like, I think people forget that it, it's not going to bring you more happiness. Or well, it's, to it's, it's, it's so hard not 
to fall into the the trap of what society portrays as like happiness right right even harder like for for us for for people that live i find like in in cities like let's say like Dieppe and Moncton there's a lot of nice neighborhoods right. most of the neighborhoods are pretty nice honestly mm-hmm. um so it's easy to think that that's just the way life is type type of thing that's your goal is to have a big house and blah 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 um but yeah it's it I, i'd say just stay away from doing things just because society is kind of steering you that way right right you don't like you said you don't need a new car we have two cars that are paid off um so and one of them is a 2011 um Love we those. Could, yeah we, we could we could you know get another one but then we wouldn't do other things or whatever right. yeah uh, and, and yeah and it's, even, it's, even if you did trade or got a new one a newer one doesn't need to be brand new do you know what I mean mm-hmm. you can buy another like use like something that's reliable for like 10 15 000. like I'm just throwing numbers it can be anything but it doesn't need to be a forty thousand dollar yeah you know I mean yeah yeah for sure yeah 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 it's it's all about it's most people aren't able to discipline themselves right so like if they have 15 grand they're gonna spend 15 grand but if you spend 10 invest five Mm -hmm. and use that kind of strategy in general for your finances it's it's very challenging initially but 5, 10, 15, 20 years later, you're going to be the one laughing when everyone else is, you know, working to make a dollar. You're going to be sitting and making money. That's, that's so true. There's a quote um, that I love and I saw it when I was like 20 um, or heard it. It's um, if you take the easy way out, life will get harder. But if you take the hard way out, life will get easier. And Mm -hmm. I always, always remember that like for anything, but especially like these decisions, like financial or just anything even if I'm like oh uh, I need to do the dishes if I leave them it's going to get harder to do because it's just going to be more and more like a bigger pile right like it can be anything can be applied to anything if I do them now I don't feel like it but if I do it anyways it's just it'll be done it'll be I mean like I agree I agree cool love that thank you for sharing that that's what I uh like yeah, it's totally my mindset for money. When I talk to clients, like that's exactly what I think about. I mean, I'm not there to lecture people. So I'm not going to be like, oh, you got two car payments. Like, obviously not. Yeah. But, um, and it is what it is. People make their own choices and that's yeah. fine. But sometimes I have to tell someone like, hey, like you can't be pre-approved because you got a $600 car payment. Yeah. You're the only one on the application. So basically your income like becomes not enough to get to buy anything so um so making those i mean the easy decision to go like yeah sure i'll get that car and then (laughs) get it first before the house especially but um, but yeah that's something i think people forget that you can make different choices yeah for sure all right so um where can where should like if someone's looking to hire you or uh follow you like where should they go online to find you online uh instagram uh my instagram is uh matt m-a-t-t-t dot b-e um my youtube channel is backyard and beyond 
And um, if you guys would be interested in working with me uh, on the marketing side, you guys can send me a message on my Instagram. I also have uh, an Instagram for my business. My business is called Rad Media. So the Instagram is r.a.d underscore media. And you can see some of my uh, creations, I guess, for the companies that uh, I work with amazing okay awesome well thank you so much for being here um and there was a lot of uh good stuff in here i'm excited i'm excited to post it <laughs> <laughs> it was my pleasure i love this stuff awesome well thank you and uh a reminder for our listeners to do the things that light them up do something today all right thank you so much bye see you later <laughs>